Hey, hey, everyone. It's your girl, Trina, and you are listening to Prayer Sessions with Trina. Welcome back, everyone. So um, <clears throat> the pressing issue of the overturning of Roe versus Wade has kind of stirred up, not kind of, has stirred up the nation at large. Um, and what I feel like I'm seeing is this great divide um, between people who are for it and people who are against it. Um, and that is even true among people who say they believe God and say they um, believe in God's word. It's, it's a great divide. And what I feel like it's, it saddens me because, um, there's a statement that a previous pastor I knew, um, would say, At the root of every problem, there's a spiritual need. And I don't think abortion is the solution to the problems that we are facing in our society. Even if you are for abortion, and while abortion was considered a constitutional right, it wasn't the answer. Now that it's not viewed as a constitutional right, it's still not the answer. There's a a lot of people hurting for different reasons. There's different reasons behind why women have chosen to go forth with an abortion, hurt, shame, guilt, not the right time, abuse, whatever the reason, right? There is a right now wisdom And this statement is not to condemn anyone. I'm not, I can't judge you. I can't, I don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. That's God's job. All I can do is speak the truth of God's word and try my best to live according to the truth of God's word. And what I truly believe is this, is that, God can meet you wherever you are. No matter what you've done, no matter what you haven't done, God wants to heal your hurts, heal your wounds, your wounds, sorry, and wounds too, you know. Um, And God wants us to love one another. And the great divide that I see is people kind of like attacking people's very character Um, saying, hey, if you're not for abortion, then you are barbaric, ignorant, unlearned, whatever. And then for people who are saying, if you're for abortion, you are barbaric, ignorant, whatever, right? So same on both sides. Um, And I feel like, I feel like even God, he said, come now, let us reason together. Those your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. I think it's important to understand people's perspective on the issue and why they believe what they believe on both sides. So that you don't, I mean, so that you can have a clear understanding. Now, I do believe that, again, I do not agree with abortion i i think that it is taking a life and i um 
that's my beliefs and i believe that scripture supports that um and um i believe that before we even get to the point of abortion there's something to be said about how women and men treat their bodies before that um i see so many issues with um men having babies with multiple women and then not being present in that in that child's life or those children's life i see issues with women being so willing to lay down with these men and have their babies um in unsafe ways right they're they're not in these committed relationships and you know maybe people don't even view that as a problem but there is there's a a way in which we need to respect our bodies because even even i feel like pregnancies a lot of times is the least of women's worries or people's worries there's stds stis um that can be very harming to your body and detrimental to your health and i think these things need to be taught about and talked about um and if you decide to be abstinent for whatever your reasons and if you decide to not be abstinent for 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 whatever the reasons i think it's wise to be responsible be responsible and protect your body but again you know i think we should have, especially if we claim to know Christ, need to have a biblical worldview. What does the Bible say about it? Now, I don't agree with arguing about what the what the Bible says. If someone does not believe in the Bible, then you can't say according to Matthew's chapter, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to do anything for them because they don't believe in the Bible. But I do believe that there are great issues. And I do believe that um, um God is the solution to the the issues that we face and people don't may not see it that way because mainly I feel like there's a lack of love in the world in general. People have no regard for people anymore. Not everybody, but it just just seems the case. We don't agree, I cancel you. We don't agree, I don't care about you. Um, I, I cut you off or whatever. And I don't think that that is the way that it should be. Um, I believe that we should always be in a place where we're showing love. Um, and then even for us believers, you know, our, our words should be uh, gentle and seasoned in wisdom. Um, and I just see like this great divide amongst people and amongst even people who say that they are believers. And it really saddens me. And I'm praying that the Lord would give us clarity, vision, and direction. That we would let the mind of Christ be in us and be intentional about the way we converse with others, the way we talk to one another, the way we um, love one another. I think that's important. I think there's a lot of shame that came along with women having babies outside of marriage. And I don't think that there's any shame in that because the shame should have been the act, right? And again, shame is not of God. 
I just want to say that Satan is the accuser of the saints. So I want to say that. Um, but in my eyes, babies are blessings. Babies are miracles. And I think they should be treated as such. And I never think that if you've had a child out of wedlock that you should be condemned, you should be shamed, you should be supported, your baby should be supported, you should be supported and loved, and we should help our people as much as we possibly can. We always talk about the people on welfare. Well, what can we do? How can we help them to get them off? Because the truth is, welfare ain't enough. It's not. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't have the answers, but I know that God can help us with the answers. Just like what I said with the massacre um, that happened in Texas at the school. I think we always need to invite God into the conversation. Those of us who believe in God, if you don't believe in God, then you won't care of what the Bible says. You don't care how God intends for people to treat one another. But those of us that do, we need to say, Lord, what would you have me to do? What would you have me to say and help me to represent you well? Because I don't want to be the reason why people don't turn don't turn to you i want to be the vessel and the witness that you call me to be and um that's where i am i don't hate anyone i i don't hate anyone at all and truly i want to see people thrive and do well especially my loved ones and especially um the ones that i see suffering um, and I know that what I have discovered is that as we align ourselves with the Lord's word, I see that it's beneficial to not only the life to come after we pass away, but this life here. And that is where my passions are. And, and yes, I spoke about it yesterday briefly, but it's still been on my mind because um, the scripture says a house divided against itself cannot stand. We as the body of believers, we should always speak the truth, but speak the truth in love. And always in love. Our intent should always be to edify and uplift. That should always be the intent. Not to put down, not to condemn. And unfortunately, there's been this stigma of because believers say this, they must be judging me instead of just speaking the truth. And that's unfortunate too. That's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be praying that one, the believers would unite that we would understand and rightly divide the word of truth. Again, rightly divide the word of truth. And in order to do that, we have to study God's word. If you don't ever study God's word, you won't know what his word says. And so also to put the mind of Christ, ask, ask for the Holy Spirit to lead us and direct us in all truth um, and ask 
for the Holy Spirit to give us eyes to see clearly. And the truth is, God loves everyone. And he wants us all to prosper and be in good health. But the truth of the matter is not everyone chooses God. They choose their own way. And that is their choice. And that is their right um, to choose their own way. Um, And that is what I have to say about that. Um, Again, to reiterate, I think it is important for believers to speak the truth and to live the truth. But remember, when you're speaking the truth, speak it in love. And sometimes that means even if you are speaking it in love, people won't people won't receive it as that. And that's on them. But as long as your heart is right and as long as your heart is pure and your intention doesn't matter how others perceive it, because you've done what you're supposed to do to be intentional about speaking the truth in love, speaking the truth um, in love because you want people to have the best life the best outcome. And we know as believers, those of us who believe in the Lord know that Jesus is the best way, the best way. And so um, I'm going to just pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to come humbly to your throne of grace, Father God. First, I want to ask you for forgiveness, Father God, in the name of Jesus. If I have misrepresented you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, please forgive me. Please enlighten me, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And allow your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus to minister to me, Father God, and to transform me. And allow your Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me, Father God. Father God, it is always my intention, Father God, to represent you well, Father God. It is always my intention, Father God, to uplift and to edify, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, this world has so much hurt and suffering, Father God, and it's so blatant. And we see it, Father God, and this world is so divided, Father God, in the name of Jesus. But the really, the that doesn't surprise me, Lord. But the thing that really bothers me is when your people, Father God, your people, the people who say that they believe on you and they believe your word are divided. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I don't understand, Father God. So I pray, Father God, that you would let your word, Father God, be the truth, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let your people, Father God, in the name of Jesus, stand for your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Live your word, Father God. Speak the truth and love, Father God, in the name of Jesus. The two greatest commandments of all is to love you, God, Father God, and to love people. And I know I've said that, Father God, but I truly believe that this world is lacking love, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we need your love, Father God. Father God, help me, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to show your love, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, I know, Father God, that sometimes, Father God, I could be petty in my mind, Father God, in the name of Jesus. There's sometimes I could not trust people, Father God, in the name of Jesus. But Father God, I pray that you will work on my heart, work on my mind, Father God, and give me the eyes to see clearly, Father God. Give me discernment, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And may my words, Father God, be um, 
um, gentle, Father God, graceful, Father God, and seasoned in wisdom, Father God, at all times, no matter whether I'm speaking, Father God, or whether I'm texting, Father God, or whether I'm writing, Father God, in the name of Jesus. But my overall goal, my main goal in life, Father God, is to walk closely with you, Father God, and it is to see you, Father God, face to face in peace, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Also, Father God, I know, Father God, that your plans for me are good, Father God, in the name of Jesus. You don't want to harm me, Father God, in the name of Jesus. So when you ask me to stay away from things, you're you're looking out for me, Jesus. And I'm so thankful, Father God, that you continue to look out for me and Lord, continue to look out for my family, Father God, in the name of Jesus and my loved ones, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, I'm reminded of this scripture that I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is salvation to everyone that believes first to the Jew, then to the Greek, Father God. I'm not ashamed of your gospel. I'm not ashamed of your truth, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Because it is salvation to everyone that believes, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, God, for your salvation. I thank you for your great sacrifice, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Your great sacrifice. You died, Father God, so that I could live an abundant life, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Father God. Amen.